Welcome to the Farm Yarns Podcast, where we rip off the filters and get stuck into some topics. Have something you want said? Let us know by email farmyarns at farmsofice.com.au. There'll be some of these, but there'll also be some of these. I, look, I'm really proud that I'm, I'm raising children who don't take any of that for granted. G'day and welcome to the Farm Yarns, where we have a cracking yarn with one of our guests off the Farms Vice podcast. This is a beautiful yarn with Paula Doran out from Broken Hill, and she's had cracking experiences, and I'm keen for you to listen to this one. It's a corker. Well, Polly, welcome to Farm Yarns, the split podcast from Farms Vice podcast, but this is where we get to find out a little bit more about the person behind Rocket. Um, and also the person behind the audio, what drives you, who you are. So we'll start it off. How are you? How are you feeling these days? I feel great. I'm very excited about the future and I'm very content in the present. Beautiful. And taking it by the horns, we see. And let's kick it off for your morning routine. What's your morning look like out in the hill? Oh, so I have a 13-year-old who is hard to get up. So my morning routine is to always get up first and try and get a bit organised before I kind of rush her out the door. And then we have just bought a horse. So we always feed the horse on the way to school. And then I come back, I go to the gym when I drop her at school, and then I come back and sit down and work for the rest of the day. Amazing. Very different to everyone else, but that's always going to happen. And in 60 seconds, tell us about your favourite memory you've had on farm. Uh, my my most dramatic memory was when I was in a tractor with my uh, uncle and I leant over on the door and accidentally opened the door while there was a harvester behind while we were harvesting and I went to go out the door like I was falling and he just coolly stretched out and like he did it every day, just casually pulled me back in the door and shut the door and we pretended nothing happened. Good reflexes. I should probably change that to the most dramatic memory. That'd be probably a lot funnier as well. Yeah, there's a few dramatic memories, but uh, that, that's the one that comes to mind. Not all could be said on a podcast as well, but <laughs> for yourself, what's the most influential, who's the most influential person that you've had in your life? Uh, definitely my mother. My mum is amazing. Like, Just a force to be reckoned with who's ageing and but she's always had so much energy and loyalty and she has time for everyone that always never feels like she is fitting you in. Like she's comes from a big family and she's had a big family, but she loves life and loves the people around her. She's still down in Vic? She's in Victoria. She's in Colac and she is like my best friend, my, my fiercest ally and, you know, heaven help the world if she still had the energy that she had when I was young. Um, I remember when uh, we used to go out to the LV football club, so I was brought up at the football every Saturday. That was like sat football on Saturday, church on Sunday. And I remember after the football one day, her and her friends had a, a race up the side of Red Rock, which is a local volcano. It's an active volcano. Like yep. it's been dormant for some time, but it's still, you get the picture, it's quite, it's hilly. And all of us kids were sitting on the top of the, the hill while our mothers scrambled and had a race to the top of the hill and we were all barracking really hard to see whose mum was going to win. And 
the mothers just got to the top of the volcano, up to the red rock, to the top of red rock, and they were laughing so hard, half of them rolled down again. <laughs> Definitely sounds like a mum thing to do. Yeah, yeah. So for yourself, a 50-50, a night owl or early riser? Um, I'm, I used to be a night owl, but now I'm definitely an early riser. Sport or like theatre, like festival sort of stuff? Oh, uh, theatre. Oh, my daughter just danced in the background, theatre. Beautiful. Is there much theatre out in the hill? No, I think, I don't know where the theatre is that she's talking about, but I, I played a singing nun in a play. I think that's why she's saying that. But I, I actually like to act. Um, and when I was in a play called Nonsense, um, my kids were in the audience a few times and they were in church with my mother and there was a real-life nun. And uh, one of the kids who was really little at the time tapped her on the shoulder and said, my mum's a nun. <laughs> and, <laughs> and apparently the nun looked horrified. <laughs> it's a funny sentence saying a real-life nun because they're few and far between these days. True, true. Something that you think we need to be talking about, what's that as the community? Climate, climate change. I'm really, I'm really intensely concerned about our future generations. I'm, I'm worried about our inactivity and I'm worried that as individuals we don't know how we can help. And I think that the problem is so overwhelming that governments need to look at one simple thing that every individual can do and let's contribute. Let's start to make change. Absolutely. And you probably noticed a bit more from being out at Broken Hill. You're going through that harsh droughts and um, Broken Hill is pretty barren. This is intense, but, you know, when it rains here, it's more shocking than the droughts. Yeah. And it's, it's like a bit of a tear. The city people who are on the bottom don't really matter because they, they're not do it, dealing with it. Um, and then the further you get out west... Um, it just goes up with the sort of people who are more worried about it, aren't they? Yeah. I, look, I'm really proud that I'm I'm raising children who don't take any of that for granted. So if it rains here and it rains on the tin roof, my we we walk outside to look at it. Yeah. You know, we I don't sleep listening to it. It's just such a it's the most incredibly joyful sound to hear rain. But and my children will never take that for granted. But I think it's easy to to be just blasé when you're not relying on rain yeah. as we are here. Absolutely. And hopefully it can pan out to be another good season, or if not average and above. Um, but for yourself, mental health plays a huge role in what we do in agriculture with the people that you'll get on with Rocket as well as the businesses that go on there as well. How do you take time to look after yourself? What's that sort of personal time for you or your daughter? So I really need to exercise. Like as I get older, I, I need to exercise for my mental health as well as my physical health. But I also meditate. I really like taking time to do that. And I probably do that three or four times a week, not every day. I should do it every day, but yep. um, that's really important to me as well. Um, but also community, like working from home is quite isolating and it's um, being isolated became normal in COVID. So being around friends and laughing and having a light, like life can be very serious. So prioritising fun yep. is something I never thought I would ever have to do, but I think it's really important as well. Yeah, absolutely. One of those ones that slip under the carpet really for yourself. And 
What's your deepest fear? What do you fear the most? Oh, gosh. Uh, every day when my daughter walks the dogs, which is she signed a contract when we bought our horse, that she would walk the dogs every day. Every day I worry that she's going to do it, walk them off the lead and something's going to happen to the dog. That's a small fear, but it's a significant fear. Um, yeah, look, uh, as a single mum, I yeah. think there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of responsibility in being responsible for all things in life. And there's my daughter again in the background. Um, I, I try not to fear, though. Like, I really, I don't think fear is a healthy yeah. uh, part of life. I try to be optimistic and I try to have faith in the future, but I also try to live in the moment. So fear is something I try to avoid. Well, let's make this the turning point. What question would you replace that with for the future guests? What brings you joy? What brings you joy? I'll, I'll write that down and the next guest, they can we'll find out. Can what you ask, like, is that a girly question though? I don't know. I think I know, like, like, what brings you happiness or something like that? What makes you happy? Um, the yep. little things or the larger things in life? That'd be good. Yep. Mix it up. And what are you most excited about in 2023? Oh, my goodness. I've launched an app. After five years of working on this idea, I finally launched this app that I've just put into the world. It's been the longest gestational period of anything that I've ever done in my life. It's also been the hardest, um, but I'm really proud of it. Absolutely. It's, it must be pretty cool to say I have an app rather than I have a few apps on my phone, but you actually have an no, app. I haven't said it. I've not said I have an app. I've got an app. Beautiful. And to build this app, what's your favourite productivity hack in life and business, I suppose? I think in business when you're dealing with tech teams, yep. the thing that I have learned is that you can have a meeting and the translation of what you've said in that meeting still might go askew because technical people are in a different brain space than creative people so I think that if I ever relived the experience of building rocket I would write notes after every meeting and then send them off um, and even also when you think the app is done it's never done because you could always make it better yeah absolutely and something that the audience may not know about you gosh I love swimming. I love swimming and I love singing. Those are my two favourite things. In Brogan Hill Public Pool, I used to do my swimming lessons there. Still going? Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I have been doing, um, I was doing laps every day for the most of the summer, but um, I've, I've swapped that for the gym. But, yeah, that's exactly where. So your laps and my laps were kind of in the same spot. Very good. And if you weren't doing what you were doing, building your app, what would you be doing? Uh, so I, I was a volunteer in East Timor in uh, 1999, going into 2000. And there was one of those sliding door moments where I could have kept going. So mercenary, missionary or misfit, that's kind of what happens in those third world countries. Um, and I kind of had this sense that, if I didn't come back to Australia at the point that I did, that I would have kept going for years and years and followed crises after crises around the globe because it's pretty addictive. So 
I felt I had to choose to come home to have a normal life. And I could have, you know, it was a hard decision. Absolutely. What sort of volunteering was it? Was it just sort of improving that village or something like that? Um, so I was the manager of a Catholic radio station called Radio Timor Kamanek, which means radio happiness. Yep. And there were 33 journalists there and there were three different languages that were broadcast. Um, and it was incredible. Like it was the best year of my life. It was so rewarding. Um, but when I got there, the ex-nun accountant, and there's another nun story. So when I got there, she, the nun who was the accountant had stolen all the money to pay for her wedding to a local politician. So that was my first day. There was no wages, no one had been paid. Um, everyone was looking miserable. And I had to keep send, sending the driver from the radio station because we had a driver to try and go and get the money. And the nun would jump the fence every time. Did you get so an we got an invite. You did? Say that again. I was, I was asking, did you get an invite to the wedding? Yeah, I did. And it was amazing. <laughs> It was incredible. I was sitting in this huge cathedral with the most amazing singing from this Timorese choir and these very official people walked in and it was um, Shanana Gusmao, the president, who he became the president of Timor, and there were two very serious men next to him and I, I said to my housemate who was a lawyer over there, I tapped her on the shoulder and went, oh, has he got a hearing problem? Like there's Shanana Gusmao, he's got a hearing problem and it was his microphone to his bodyguards. Oh, right. Very sort of um, prestigious then, getting invited to yeah, the... his earpiece, brother. It was pretty incredible. Amazing sort of stuff. Um, and I think it's pretty cool to talk about these things for where people have been in agriculture. Uh, we've been to some weird places if you really get down to it, um, which is great. Makes all the better for agriculture. But for a club I'm starting, the Farmers Book Club, to get... I know maybe a couple of farmers out there are keen to read a bit more, improve themselves. What's a book that you've referred to for yourself that others may be able to read? I've just finished listening to, I've been listening to an audio book, yep. um, Sam Neill's auto, autobiography, um, the actor Sam Neill, and I, I loved it. He was so humble. Um, and it just made me feel like everyone has their struggles, no matter how famous they are. He, he was humble, but humorous and I just I really found it easy listening so as you can imagine and as you know there's a lot of driving out here so um we listen to audiobooks while we drive and that was that was a I felt like he was my friend by the end of it so Sam Neil, if you're listening I, you have a friend in Broken Hill beautiful yeah I think like audio and podcasts are fantastic especially for those long drives as well breaks up that sort of the shit songs after shit song um, all the time. Absolutely. Or yeah. even the bad news that comes across all the time. Um, but Holly, thank you so much for coming on to Farm Yarns and having a good yarn. And hopefully a few out there found a bit more about you um, than you first led on. Um, great to have you on here and best of luck with Rocket and everything. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for having me. If you think you have a cracking farm yarn and you'd love to come on to this new form of the Farms Vice podcast, please reach out, send us an email, hello at farmsvice.com.au and we'd love to have you on. Catch all of Farm Yarns at Farms Advice on Insta, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook. Check it out.